Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. We have some great advertisers in our show this week, and by supporting them, you are helping us continue to bring awesome content to you for free. So please check them out. A huge thank you to our sponsors. They are Caldrea. Get free shipping on orders of $50 or more when you buy online at caldrea.com and bet online. Visit betonline.ag and use that promo code podcast one for your sign up bonus. Be sure to check out the episode's notes for more information on our amazing sponsors. You guys, I mentioned Caldrea last week. Caldrea is a consciously crafted home and body care brand that combines thoughtful ingredients with delectable scents, making caring for ourselves and our home a a beautiful experience. You guys, they have air care, the finishing touch to creating a beautiful homekeeping experience. Caldrea's air care products transform your home with your favorite fragrances, immersing you in luxury in every single room. Air care products like linen and room spray and candles can help you instantly turn your home into somewhere that you want to be. Little indulgence that make every day feel like a spa day. They have fragrances for every mood and every single room. I personally love the sea salt neroli, especially in the kitchen. You guys, here's a couple reviews from their website, Caldrea com heaven in a bottle i had guests at our table asking about that heavenly smell and of course i told them it's caldrea another review i just adore caldrea's entire line of sea salt neroli so do i the candle is so delightful it's fragrant helps to keep that lovely light beautiful sea salt neroli in my home when i need a little pick me up i'll light the candle in the kitchen it's not overpowering just that lovely fragrance throughout simply beautiful it is my favorite Absolutely love their candles, you guys, and their fragrance are light and fresh. I'm obsessed. To get free shipping on your order of $50 or more, head over to caldrea.com. That's C-A-L-D-R-E-A.com. Visit caldrea.com and find your signature scent. Podcast One presents House of Kim with Kim Zolciak-Beerman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her there. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now, here's your host, Kim Zolciak-Beerman. Hi, you guys. Welcome to this episode of House of Kim. What's poppin', Croy? Not much. Hope everybody out there is doing amazing. We have we a are. lots to talk about. I'm actually irritated and tired, but I'm just being honest. But this is a positive podcast, so um, we're going to talk about Father's Day, you guys. There was so much pressure on me to plan Father's Day that just honors how great of a father Corey really is, and I'm just not sure I pulled it off. We also have Ooh. something called deep fake. I think <laughs> if anybody has seen something crazy online and you just take it for what it is, is it actually what you saw happened? We're going to tell you all about it with the new internet that's happening in this day and age called Deepfake. This is scary shit. Scary shit. Yeah, this is like for real scary shit. And, and you're probably going to want to make all your pages private when we get done telling you about this. Yeah. Um, one that I'm, we're going to continue our little, you know, um, being an empath and, and also having empathy for people. And today we're going to, you know, go take that into boundaries. We've all had people I'm sure that have crossed kind of, or overstepped their boundaries, um, invaded your own personal space. And we're going to get into that. 
how to set them maybe free or set up a wall, right? Or something like that, maybe? I think just tell them to f*** okay. off. Okay. But that's We're going to tell you all about it, thoughts. though. I think we have some people in our life that we could definitely, that we have allowed to overstep their boundaries. I don't know if showing Tracy my boobs like counters is that crossing boundaries like she like hey go yes. she told me yesterday i'm like do you yeah. like my robe around my waist and she's like no baby take it off and it's like a running joke yeah. and then yesterday i walked by and i just lifted my shirt she's like yes baby and it's kind of like but that's like overstepping boundaries you think yeah but yeah, she's I'm like a friend you. a chef sure yeah yeah still probably not okay it's if all you want good to have fun. yeah i don't know i was walking by bloom um I don't know, like two weeks ago, and I could tell she was kind of in a funk. And so I would walk by and sing like some random songs. Like, um, that's great. No, this is, it is so funny. She's like, first of all, whenever Tracy's in the house, um, she's in the kitchen generally by herself when she first comes. You know, the kids have already had breakfast and she's kind of bringing all the groceries in and what have you. And so I'll come out into the kitchen and, and get my coffee or whatever. And she's like, bah! and she jumps every single day. I'm like, Bloom, I live here. Like, you're not alone. Why the f*** do you jump every time I walk into the kitchen? And so... I think some people are just kind of like always on edge. Do you think like some people live more on edge or like... I feel like I've been like on edge. Like you're I, always like, Ooh, what's what's it? I, I feel like I've been on edge. So like if somebody drops something like because yeah. I am tired and I'm like lacking you. sleep and it, it's more apt to startle me. But like I'll walk by Trace and like another one bites the dust. And so then I, I don't, I can't think of all the songs that I was singing, like cherry pie, like pour some sugar on me, all these songs that kind of were just hilarious. I did this for like an hour. I would just go back from like basically our foyer to Croy's office and then I'd walk back and it was just hysterical, but it kind of got her out of her funk. But anyways, those are fun boundaries and, and boundaries that I guess we don't really have, but it's hard to have boundaries with somebody that works for you. That's also your friend that you can cut up with. That's super funny. But last night, you Is guys, really let me hard, tell though? you something about Is it bloom. Really that hard? So yesterday, you guys, I had one of the busiest days of the month of the month, like for sure, for real. And for, and I, I still have a migraine over this. But I, but it's all good. I got up. I had all these appointments booked, which already overwhelms me. I'm one of these people that just kind of gets overwhelmed when I have back-to-back stuff. So I went to my appointment. I went to Youthtopia, which was scheduled. It was IPL. Um, I have a big photo shoot coming up. So super important. I get rid of redness. Um, Croy got a facial during that time, too. So that was pretty cool. And then um, we came home, and I had a couple things I had to do for Instagram and Facebook. And then I had a live I had to do um, for cashmere because our uh, firming lotion is back in stock. Two Zooms. Um, Two Zooms. Such exciting Zooms. Holy I can't wait to tell you. (laughs) And then I did fabrics, bathing suits, drawings, designs. um, And then – Kind of customer service. Customer service. A couple issues there. And and then oh man, that's just we recorded our podcast late last night, and guess what? It wasn't even recording. So like, I don't even know how that happens because if you were in front of us right now, you would see a red light. Yeah. So obviously, drinking wine at night um, is probably not the best Uh, idea. It was a ghost. I don't know. I was pretty sleepy too. Take so take two. We're gonna we're gonna just jump right into this. We're going to talk about Croy and how it's okay for him to be awkward. <laughs> and it's okay for the situation to be uncomfortable and awkward. Or like you like to say, am I being a dick? 
which I don't, I'm not being a dick. Yes, you are. When you don't like, okay, if you're getting a massage, I've used this before. If you're getting a massage, you're face down or, you know, face up. I don't care. And the massage therapist is like, oh, this muscle. Wow. Like you've been really like running hard and this muscle is, you know, I'm going to work really hard on this muscle. Like, sure. Croy would just not say anything. Either that or you just say, no, not really. And they're like. And then they're like, well, so if she, if this she said my that, point, <laughs> even though Croy's been running and his muscles swollen and sore, he'll say not really just to well, be a dick. Well, no. Yes. Why not, else would you do that? It's not just to be a dick. It's to set the boundary. If I'm in a position where I don't want to be communicating, like I don't want to spend my time having a conversation. I want to enjoy the massage, be in my own thoughts, maybe meditate, maybe visualize, whatever. Meditate. Yeah, whatever people, you know, do it, you know, but I don't want to have a conversation at that point in time. So I am going to set up a boundary and you're going to feel that boundary be set by an awkward, probably it's going to be awkward for them. So you have to be willing to So I feel like, and my girls, Brielle and Ariana do this all the time. Like say uh, they were getting their makeup done, right? This has happened in the past, not currently with our makeup artist, Janelle, but um, in the past they will get their makeup done and they come back home and they look insane i'm like dude who did your makeup i know it's fucking terrible i'm just gonna take it off i'm gonna wash my face why didn't you say anything right. i'm the same way though like i'm the same way and rather than me get what i paid for i'm just gonna sit there and let myself be fucking miserable when i paid for a service while you do a shitty job on my face yeah, so they i walk am, away happy because they, they, they made paid. their money and they made you look ugly which i don't know if they like that or not maybe they think <laughs> you look pretty but Regardless, I have to work on setting boundaries because I think it affects just my body in general and like tension and just, you know, headaches and lack of sleep because I'm overthinking. And and I think the Emotion Code doctor, I've given this a lot of thought. And if you guys are just joining us, the Emotion Code doctor, Dr. Bradley Nelson, has some, is, is a doctor, obviously, and has techniques and and treated us all in Los Angeles um, last summer. And he's able to pick up on things like the reason why I'm claustrophobic is because I was stuck in a bathroom at four. So you, you know, have what's called a trapped emotion. Trapped emotion, right. So I think this guy has literally like busted me wide open. And still, I'm not totally still- with it. I'm not totally into it, to be honest. No, I'm... I, I, I think it didn't happen to me for a little bit, mm-hmm. for a few months. And I think around Christmas... Or something I just was like no and I don't know if it's like in my 40s because they do say this happens a lot to people that are in their 40s they start to kind of reevaluate everything in their life and so I was telling Croy this morning that Salty K my swimmer line has brought me so much joy and happiness and exhaustion that I, I don't care that I'm up you know and not sleeping more than four hours a night because I'm so into picking out fabrics and designs and colors it's brought me so much joy that I want to feel that joy in every area of my life. I want to feel like I'm a great wife or a great mother or a great whatever. Like, And I want to be completely invested in what I'm doing. 
There is no shortage of action going on at with our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Sports are slowly making its way back with the UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and soccer leading the way, and Bet Online has all the best odds, lines for the upcoming games and matches. Need more? Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening every day live for you to check out. Looking for something else other than sports? Bet Online also has hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and all the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag or use your mobile device and join now to receive your new welcome bonus and start playing today. Bet online, your online wagering experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partners at Podcast One. Bet online to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code Podcast One for your sign up bonus. Visit betonline.ag and don't forget that promo code Podcast One for your sign up bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook expert. But anyways, I was thinking today and I was telling Croy about kind of, you know, just feeling complete joy in all areas of my life. And my mission is to really try to, it's a lot to juggle cashmere, cab, salty K, a wife, six kids, um, employees, just, you know, it's, it's definitely overwhelming and we don't have a full-time assistant. So my first step is going to be finding a full-time assistant. There was a girl that emailed us a, a little while ago, um, months ago. And I still remember her resume and her email that everybody was showing to me. So I'm going to contact her, but I think we need an assistant because croy has been working on the computer till midnight, 2 AM. I've been in my office working on fabrics. It's frustrating. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a new, new, obviously endeavor and experience. And when anything is new, you have to uh, find a balance when things are feeling um, off or, or mind new. you, the motion code doctor said that Croy had no like heart problems. He had no like baggage in his heart. Like he lets everything go. <laughs> and he's like one of the 3% in the whole wide world that doesn't have any baggage. Like I call a heart wall. Yeah. Whatever and, the fuck it is. He doesn't have one and it's very rare. And that's what I mean about Croy being a dick I'm is like dick. that goes hand in hand with being a dick, right? I'm not a dick. My girls, Look. and I see so much of myself in my daughters and it's not always positive when it comes to like my girls not telling this, you know, lady that my makeup or my hair looks like or whatever because they don't want to hurt her feelings. Instead, they just come home and to me and I'm like I know I got to work on that too and so we carry all these things and we're always thinking about other people's feelings and thoughts and then you actually are sacrificing your own me setting a boundary see I think that's where you're confused me setting a boundary is not about hurting somebody's feelings I'm not out to hurt somebody's feelings nor am I not, not concerned no. per se about their feelings but what I am doing is, is being a dick no but that's that it's whether a well, person, so Croy's muscle hurts he's been running and he's like no not really because well, if, if it actually hurts, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say, yeah, it is pretty sore. Whatever. I can respond to that question. But if, if they if they don't understand that, hey, then they're like, hey, uh, how's your weekend been? I don't respond. He just doesn't. His eyes are open. He's looking at the ceiling in our house, and he doesn't so, respond. Well, so well, so then. That is being a dick. Well, kind of. Cause it, but then it, that leaves that leaves the thought process for the individual that you're interacting with to say, did he hear me? Or did he not respond? Maybe he just didn't hear me or maybe Croy? he just didn't respond. Or so, maybe he's just a dick. They're not They're not probably going to think that at first, right? And then so if they ask you again, you can say it was good, but I'm thinking about something, you know, can you can you give me uh, give me some quietness or whatever? You can, you can actually say that to somebody. And that's not being disrespectful. They may they – may, That gives me anxiety. Right, but, but you have to embrace the awkwardness because at that point it becomes awkward, 
right? This person has just been kind of corrected or told something that Croy that also maybe, gets off on arguing with Bloom or like Ariana. Oh, I, or, I love a good. He argument. loves a good argument. He should have been a lawyer. I love. He a good should debate. go to school to be a lawyer. I'm not even kidding you. He will f- continue. This is for me. I just like if there's we don't really get in too many arguments to be honest. But I think that the ones that are like hammering me, like I gotta just process what you're saying and like you going on to like the next up. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'm a pretty quick. Thinker. I just I, I, quick, a quick I just am like like. No. Right. You lose the ability to like process. He likes to get question. people flustered and likes no. to make people feel awkward. No, that, no, no. If, if we're, if we're engaging in a debate with some, like you act like I walk around just trying to fluster and piss off people. No, pretty I, much. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm in a debate with somebody, I, I definitely feel like I'm going to win that debate no matter what. That's the problem. Right. That's and a so, big problem. And, and it's not my fault if, if the, if the person the other person in the debate gets flustered. Like that's just, I have that effect on You're, people. Cray has the know? biggest douchiest smile on his face right now about this, and I can see him right now going head to head with Bloom in the hey, kitchen. When the kids call me a he douche, he knows. I like no. to call me that every once in a while, and I'm like, I'm not a douche. I'm a tool. Just call me a tool. I'm useful. I, I can oh, solve anything. Oh and they're God. like, See, you now you're even a bigger loose. douche. Right now, you, maybe we can use you to tighten up the. I'm just kidding. Right. So, okay, you guys, our boundaries are not as obvious as a fence or a giant no trespassing sign, unfortunately. They're more like invisible bubbles. Yep. So even though personal boundaries can be challenging to navigate, they are very challenging to navigate at times. Setting and communicate them, communicating them is essential for our health, well-being, and even our safety. I am not the best communicator, and I'm aware of this and I'm, I am really finding some of this information that I've been reading so incredible. I don't, I and, don't necessarily agree with that. Well, so for example, if I was face down getting a massage and I'm like literally tonight, I'm going to get a massage, Croy and I both, and I'm pretty tired. I just would like to relax and just like think or look at fabric on my phone or something. And so if, if, if she starts talking to me, right. And says like, so how was Father's Day and, and how was this and how was that? Like, blah, blah, blah. And like I'm going to respond. Oh, it was really cool. Like we're going to get into Father's Day like I told you guys. But I would respond even though I really don't want to respond. So instead of because I don't know how to say it, I wouldn't say like I, I want to I enjoy some quiet time. Like I would not say that. Or you can, you can easily say, can you give me a minute? I, I'm working on something. And you may not even be working on something, but can you give me a minute? I'm working on something. And you could be laying there staring at the ceiling, but this you're guy. working on something in your mind. You're, you're, you're visualizing. You're like, I'm, uh, you know, whatever. Can you give me a minute? I'm, I'm thinking about something or whatever. Okay. Well, we're going to try it. Maybe if I can, <laughs> if it, I don't know, it's very strange to me, but I don't but want it to are... feel uncomfortable. Then she's putting, so massages and I'm using massages as an example because I've used a lot of different people over the last six months because my massage therapist, like I said, has breast cancer. And so, although she's been here, you know, in and out and she's amazing and hilarious, but she knows kind of my personality to know that like, I don't want to talk or I do want to talk. And she just knows me well enough now to know that. So I've tried these different massage therapists who have been very strange, a couple, very strange, very chatty, you know, just very bizarre. Like, um, uh, well, and that's like one of those things. And it's very personal though, because right. Well, and it's, it's like, it's like that type of service. Like I feel like nail techs and hairdressers and makeup artists and like people who provide a, a body service, maybe mm-hmm. feel like they should be talking to you while they're touching your body. I don't, maybe it's just that type of service people. 
But sometimes, yeah. sometimes you don't like, it's okay to just sit there. I think people sometimes too, they're like, they get really uncomfortable with silence. I know Corey has it's, mentioned this several times before. Yeah. It's okay to sit in silence. There's nothing wrong with sitting in silence. Not one thing wrong. Like maybe people are scared of their own thoughts. I don't know. It's, it's, but just chill in silence sometimes. It's okay. Sure. Can you picture Corey on a massage table in broad daylight? Because we have a massage room that we don't use because it's down in the basement. And even though the massage spa room is absolutely beautiful, um, I feel like I'm just away from everybody and everything. So we have massage tables in the fucking living room that we'll pull out and use or whatever. So broad daylight, Croy's staring up at the sky. He's getting a massage. She's talking and Croy just doesn't respond. He just looks up at the sky. Then she gets closer and she's rubbing his arm and she says, um, how was your father's day? Corey just doesn't respond. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> Dick. Anyways, is- I mentioned Caldrea to you guys last week. Caldrea is a consciously crafted home and body care brand that combines thoughtful ingredients with delectable scents, making caring for ourselves and our home a beautiful experience. You guys, they have air care, the finishing touch to creating a beautiful homekeeping experience. Caldrea's air care products transform your home with your favorite fragrances, immersing you in luxury in every single room. They have products like linen and room spray. Their candles are amazing. They help you in turn your home into somewhere that you want to be a little indulgence that makes every day feel like a spa day they have a fragrance for every mood in every room my favorite is a sea salt neroli you guys it's a citrus juniper floral and clean musk scent it's sunny and airy and just totally reminds me of the summer one of the reviews and testimonials on caldreas.com is heaven in a bottle i had guests at our table asking about that heavenly smell and of course i told them it's caldrea you guys can get free shipping on all orders of 50 dollars or more when you buy online at caldrea.com that's c-a-l D-R-E-A.com. Visit caldrea.com and find your signature scent. Okay, Jen Kennedy, she's a licensed marriage and family therapist, says we all have limits and boundaries um, communicate that line. Boundaries give a sense of agency over one's physical space, body, and feelings. We can set boundaries for our personal space, our sexuality, emotions and thoughts, stuff or possessions, time and energy, culture, religion, and ethics. Setting boundaries for yourself and honoring the boundaries of others isn't textbook science, but you can learn ways to take charge of your life, whether you want to set clearer rules with your family or assert your space when it comes to strangers. Let's talk about how you can get started. The benefits of setting boundaries are better self-esteem, conserving emotional energy, more independence. The word boundary, though, can be a bit misleading. It conveys the idea of keeping yourself separate. But boundaries are actually connecting points since they provide healthy rules for navigating relationships, intimate or professional. Boundaries really do, I think, improve relationships and self-esteem. Do you think so? I do. Boundaries protect relationships from becoming unsafe, and that way they actually bring people closer together than farther apart and are therefore necessary in any relationship. Having boundaries allows you to make yourself a priority, whether that's a self-care, career aspiration, or within rela- or in relationships. Boundaries can be flexible. Don't draw your boundaries in permanent ink, which is a big thing. It's good to think about them occasionally and reassess. When boundaries are too rigid or inflexible, problems can occur. I agree with that. You should definitely have, especially in like an intimate or very, very close relationship, uh, there's times where I feel like you should be shiftable you know like give or take a certain amount of shiftableness right depending on kind of right. you don't want life to changes like, every just single totally day wipe them out but you don't want to isolate yourself avoid closeness altogether or give up all your time or give up all your time to others creating boundaries that are too bendy is often common for women um so see i was right me brielle ariana they're you know we kind of let things slide a little bit yeah 
I also think it relates to just personality type too. True. Boundaries allow us to conserve our emotional energy. Your self-esteem and identity can be impacted and you can build resentment towards others because of an inability to advocate for yourself. You don't have to have the same boundaries or comfort level for everyone. Boundaries that let us have different radius depending on the situation or person can help you maintain enough energy to care for yourself. Understand that just because you may be happy to lend a hand to your best friend on moving day doesn't mean you always have to do the heavy emotional lifting when someone texts us about their latest drama. Boundaries give us space to grow and be vulnerable, which I think is great. We all deal with complex feelings when life happens, but setting boundaries and then breaking them when the time is right, you're showing your vulnerable side, which isn't bad. Mm -hmm. This could be as simple as talking openly to your friends and family. When you display vulnerability to someone, we let them know that they're welcome to open up to us when they need to. But being vulnerable and oversharing are different. Sharing kind of your vulnerable side um, does bring people closer together over time, but oversharing can use drama to manipulate, hold another person emotionally hostage, or first force the relationship in one direction. TMI red flags, you guys. Big one here. Posting personal rants and attacks on social media. No filter regard to who gets a download of daily drama. Sharing personal details with new people in hopes of hurrying the friendship along. Dominated one-sided conversations. Expecting on-call emotional therapy from family and friends. Learning this difference is also a critical part of setting and communicating boundaries. The occasional overshare isn't a crime. We're all likely guilty of a little harmless TMI now and then. But if you suspect you're doing it regularly, you could be trampling other people's boundaries. Determine your borders by examining your rights and your needs. How do you define boundaries? One, you ask, what are your rights? Two, you follow your gut. And three, you determine your values. We can't just search on Etsy for a set of hand-knit boundaries to make our own. Boundaries are deeply personal choices and vary, yes, I agree, one person to the next, and we shape them throughout our lives. Our boundaries are shaped by our heritage or culture, the region we live in. Whether we're introverted, extroverted, or somewhere in in between, our family dynamics, our life experiences, there's a lot I think that goes into into the, our boundaries and kind of the boundaries that we want to have, me versus you mm-hmm. or et cetera. Yeah. We all come from a unique family of or- origin. We each make different meanings of situations, and we may change our own boundaries over the years as we mature and our perspective shift. I, I would like to say that I would probably 90% of the women in the world, our boundaries are crossed a lot because we are – yeah. Probably. Especially moms, I think, you know, Brielle said to me yesterday, um, Ariana called and was telling me something and it wasn't really that important. I mean, I like to think that everything my kids say is important, but it was like, I don't know, something that wasn't really urgent. And I'm dealing with two phones going nuts ringing. I have text messages coming in. I have to make a decision on this. My package got sent out, not overnight, five days instead. So all this stuff is going on. And I'm like, hello, honey. And she tells me whatever she tells me. I can't remember, to be honest. And then I hang up and Brielle's like, I don't know how you do it. This is a lot. How could you just be nice? Just tell her you're fucking busy. And I was like, no, you got to like make sure you have time. You try to have time for everybody. And that same at the same time, I was so overwhelmed. I could, should have been like, Ariana, I'll call you back. Give me 10 minutes. But instead, I mean, that's what I mean about being a mom. You tend to definitely let your kids cross all sorts of boundaries with your time, your, you know, whatever. Sure. And, and, and I think uh, everybody's guilty of, of allowing that to happen. It's just if you the amount of times that you allow it to happen is going to definitely reflect your um, tank of energy and your tank of, right. of 
emotions to give to people. And so at some point you're going to run out of that niceness just because it's, it's worn on you if you, right. Yeah. Okay. So what are your rights? It's important in setting boundaries to identify your basic human rights. Judith Belmont, she's a mental health author and licensed psychotherapist. She offers these examples, basic rights. I have the right to say no without feeling guilty. I have the right to be treated with respect. I have the right to make my needs as important as others. I have a right to be accepting of my mistakes and failures, and I have a right not to meet others' unreasonable expectations of me. Once you identify your rights and choose to believe in them, that you're going to find honoring them is so much easier. When you honor them, you'll stop spreading energy, pacifying or pleasing others who dishonor you. Two, what does your gut tell you? Your instincts can help you determine when someone is violating your boundaries or when you need to set one. Check in with your body, heart rate, sweating, tightness in the chest, stomach, throat. All of these things kind of tell you where the boundaries should be drawn. Maybe you clench your fist fist when your roommates borrow your new coat, for example, or you tighten your jaw when your relatives ask about your dating life. Interesting. What are your values? Your boundaries are also relate to your moral philosophy. It rec- he recommends identifying 10 important values, then narrow that list down to five and then down to three. Reflect on how often these three are challenged. Um, or poked in a way that makes you feel very uncomfortable. This lets you know if you have strong, healthy boundaries or not. I mean, I think, okay, we're going to talk about becoming a boundary setting boss. Cause I think this is super, super important. And I'm wondering how many relationships are going to change after this um, podcast. Well, yeah. So, so don't think that you're a boss in your marriage for one, right? This I, can't be I think that <laughs> according to what you told me this morning. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But I think you could approach your uh, this maybe mentality to being a boss of your kids or family, like you're the leader. I think that we're using that terminology lightly. Okay, we're gonna so. Let me, tell me all about it. I want to how know. to create boundaries? One, be assertive, learn to say no, safeguard your space, and get support. There's a four, yeah. top four. Okay. Have you ever felt out of place or exhausted because of someone else? Yes, mm-hmm. someone might have just crossed your boundaries without you knowing what it was. Here's how to draw your lines with confidence. Number one is be assertive. If someone sets boundaries with assertiveness, it feels firm but kind to others. <clears throat> Croy, if they push into the aggressive. It feels harsh and punishing to others. Assertive language is clear and non-negotiable. I need to learn this yes. without blaming or threatening the recipient. Right. You can be assertive by saying I statements. How to use an I statement. I feel blank when blank because blank. Yeah. What I need is blank. Yeah. Statements show confidence and good boundary setting by expressing thoughts, feelings, and opinions without worrying what others are thinking. For example, effective communication is, I feel violated when you read my journal because I value privacy. What I need is a space that I know is private to record my thoughts. What I need is a space to know that I can record my private thoughts. Ineffective communication. Keep your hands off my journal. (laughs) See what I mean? I need help communicating. (laughs) I feel overwhelmed when every minute of our vacation is planned. What I need is some time to just relax and see what happens. Happens. That's effective communication. Ineffective communication is you're making this vacation exhausting. I don't want to do all this shit that you have planned. Yeah. I Makes the other need a therapist terrible. that can help me effectively communicate because <laughs> I'm the one that says keep your hands off my journal, you know. <laughs> Two, learn to say no. Even though it can be daunting to say no, no is a complete sentence. This is true. Croy has said this. Like if somebody's like, hey, can you um, come over and have a glass of wine with me? I'm like, no, sure can't because I have to do blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And right. Corey's like, just say no, dude. Yeah, you don't have to offer an explanation to anybody. You're you're not, they're not your parent. They're not, you know. Right. They're not your boss. They're not, you know, you, you just know. Can you do this? No. And Dick. What do they I'm got? What do they have to I'm say? Just kidding. Right. Learn 
like I said, learned to say no. It's definitely something that's learned. We might be hesitant to say no without offering more info, but it's not necessary, adds Steve Raines, a licensed marriage therapist. Sometimes assertiveness isn't needed for boundary setting as much as personal tolerance for being uncomfortable is. Okay, Croy. You can say no without an explanation without providing any emotional labor to the person you're saying it to. If someone asks you for a number or to a dance, you can absolutely just say no. I've never had a problem just being like, no. If a coworker asks you, well, that's not true. I would just give fake numbers too. <laughs> if a coworker asks you to cover their shift, you can also say no without offering any excuse. That's right. interesting. Yeah. Three, safeguard your space. You can also set boundaries for stuff, physical and emotional space, and your time and energy without necessarily announcing it as well. The features on your tech devices offer ways of doing this. Put private items in a locked drawer or box. Use a password-protected digital journal instead of a paper one. Use passwords, codes, or other security features on devices and tech accounts. Set a cutoff time for answering emails or texts. Use the out-of-office responder on an email account when on vacation. Temporarily de- delete email and messaging apps when you don't want to be contacted. Use the Do Not Disturb feature on your phone and other devices. Make a promise to yourself not to respond to work messages or calls sent to personal accounts. New research shows that we should take time to tune out. One study reports that just the expectation that we should be available to answer work emails during non-work time frames can be decreased can decrease our well-being and create conflict in our relationships so set boundaries for work-life balance whenever you can our tech spaces are also an increasing area of boundary crossing concern in romantic partnerships technology has quickly paved the way for an invasion of privacy and control more than half of the responders in a survey reported that communication technology was used in their intimate relationship as a means to monitor or manipulate as an adult, you have the right to secure your personal tech and accounts and keep your messages private. Communicating boundaries with new partners about digital devices is a habit you all need to start developing. Four. So when do you take those – at what point do those shift though, right? So, so obviously if you're in a new relationship, the, the girlfriend or the, the girl or the boy should not have access to your phone like whatsoever, right? Yeah, no. Or your accounts or anything like no. that. If you're engaged, do they get access yeah, then? Yeah, I mean, yeah. At least when you get f***ing married. I mean, you're like, you have a relationship together. So if you don't have anything to hide, then your phone should be like, what? I have a friend of mine that just told us. Just because you don't have something to hide doesn't mean that that you should. Okay, cool. I'm going to change my password. (laughs) Okay. Doesn't bother me, but I'm just saying. so weird. (laughs) I mean, there's nothing really going on for like, yeah. yeah. That that, that wouldn't bother me. I think that people should have, it should be an open book. You're sharing your life with somebody. I, I feel like it should be an open book. Like there's, you shouldn't have password protected phone because that already starts the whole thing of why do you have a different password on your phone that I can't know about? A friend of mine came to me the other day. I was crying, laughing at her because she's a fucking mess to begin with. She's hilarious. And she's like, yeah. So, uh, guess what? My girl, she's been talking to, uh, another girl and I'm pissed (laughs) and I'm like, really? How do you know? Oh, on the phone all the fucking time. Finally, she goes to sleep. I grab the phone. No face ID anymore for me. No thumbprint anymore for me. <laughs> her, her, and she's. I'm like, calm down. <laughs> well, calm that, down. See, that's where. And Brielle was in the conversation. Brielle walked in. She just got ice cream, so, and she came in and said, "Wait a minute. I just want to know. Do you go through her phone. Like, hello." And she's like, being, "I tried." Well, that's be so. Now at that point, you're definitely being dishonest, and you've crossed that. The person has probably crossed. She the doesn't know for and- sure. For sure. She just thinks because she's on her phone all the time. We know for right. sure, for sure now. But once, but. but once you're so like if you if you had a certain or if you had a certain boundary, right? And then somebody changed that boundary in an intimate relationship without communicating that they're changing it or communicating why they're changing it, then there's deceptiveness there, right? 
So she she removed. What would be the fucking reason if you're married for you know years or whatever, and then you all of a sudden change your password? Right, there probably isn't one. But if yeah, there it's probably is, like right. you have a Pornhub account, or if you is one, have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. There, right, if there is one, then you should communicate that with your partner and let them know. Hey, look, this I I want to use a different code that you're not going to have because X, Y, and Z. You have to let your if you don't let your partner know, then you're being deceitful, right? Dude, don't change the password. That's weird like i just think that there's definitely something going on yeah i mean if you don't that's like a big thing with my girls and like like well they break up and they're i changed my password next week we're gonna bring on uh brielle and ariana because brielle has dealt with people like taking and grabbing her phone when i'm like dude why why would they even have your password like you don't them for what two weeks do you know that brielle has a swarsky crystal faucet in her room very big maybe two and a half inch Swarovski crystal shaped flat on top and and very it's just beautiful knobs right yeah. mm-hmm. somebody that she knows got pissed and just ripped the thing off it's like a, a $2,500 faucet yeah I think no I think I think something like landed into it no she said he just took it and it? ripped it off oh. you know who the fuck it is I know but I didn't know who you're you saying thought it was a girl no I, well I don't see a girl ripping off a big fucking Swarovski crystal expensive ass faucet from Italy. No, he just ripped it off. And so rather than tell me and I could like get it fixed, right. I had to buy a whole new one. Well, no, because yeah, like six months later, off, you said it. You should, what she yeah. should have done is told us or set it aside. But she like put it on top and then it, it got fall yeah. off and then it hit the sink and then yeah. chipped the yeah. edges. And yeah. it was just a. But like they just he just reached over and just broke yeah. the can sink i'm like yeah. red flag red flag well, hello right yeah red flag anyways get assistance um or support defining and asserting your boundaries can even get trickier if you or a loved one lives with mental illness depression anxiety or any history of trauma for example a sexual assault survivor may have the boundary that they like to be asked before being touched or an adult child of a person with narcissist or borderline tendencies may need to say no more often to their parent to protect their own feelings if you're experiencing challenges with setting or asserting boundaries or if someone is causing you difficulty by crossing them never hesitate to reach out to a mental health professional how to recognize and honor other people's boundaries having a traffic light to guide us in assessing boundaries would be great. It'd be so helpful. We can tap into other ways of being mindful and not overstepping. It all comes down to communication and being aware of other people's space. Here are three beginner rules to follow. One, watch for cues. uh, Noting social cues is a great way to determine another person's boundaries. When talking with someone and they step back when you step forward, you're being given information about their comfort level with the closeness. Possible hints, someone may want more space. Avoiding eye contact, turning away, backing up, limited conversation responses, excess nodding or a hying, a hying <laughs> voice suddenly becomes higher pitched, nervous gestures like laughing, talking fast, or talking with your hands, folding arms or stiffening posture, flinching or wincing. Two, be inclusive of neurodiverse behavior. Cues will be a little different for everyone. Also, keep in mind that some people may use certain gestures all the time, may not provide clues or may have different clues or may not pick up on the subtleness of your cue of your cues. Neurodiverse is a newer term used to describe people who live with autism or on a spectrum or have other developmental disabilities. Their social cues may be different from the norm, such as poor eye contact or difficulty starting conversations. Three ask never underestimate the power of asking you can inquire if a hug is okay or if you can ask a personal question well somebody's like oh i get this a lot in public i don't know if i'm gonna get it anymore but can i give you a hug kim can i give you a hug (laughs) and i don't know if you guys know this but i'm a real big germaphobe and with covid the answer is going to be no now in the future but i would be like 
sure. And I would give him a hug. But also when you're hugging somebody, you're even feeling their you energy. Even though no. I wanted to say no, because I'm, I'm keeping my energy balanced is not easy but for you me. you saying no is not a dick. You're not right. being disrespectful. You're not being a dick. You're just simply saying, no, that's not okay for me. Right. I get it. That's what I'm, I'm giving an example right. of yes. me not being able yeah. to say but no. But you would say I was a dick. No, I don't think so. I'm just kidding. It may, maybe I probably would. <laughs> Anyways, boundaries are here to help us. We can really think of setting boundaries as fortifying our relationships with others rather than building walls to keep people out. But, uh, but boundaries do another important thing for us. They can clue us into the behavior that might be harmful. Think about that front door to your home or your apartment. If someone breaks it down, you know there's a problem. Oftentimes, we push our instincts aside because we are convinced they are unreasonable or we have been taught to not trust them. But if something feels consistently uncomfortable or unsafe, it is a very big red flag that abuse may be a problem. If someone is repeatedly pushing or violating your boundaries, listen to your gut. And to avoid being the one doing the boundary pushing, ask people in your life to be honest with you about if you are pushing any boundaries. This may feel scary, but it will most likely be met with appreciation and mark you as a safe person to set boundaries with. So I hope that helped you guys with, you know, this goes hand in hand with being, you know, empathic and, uh, you know, taking on other people's energies. Like I just said, giving a hug to somebody and trying to balance a lot of your own kind of emotions and what you're feeling and dealing with. And I'm very overwhelmed just and excited with work, but I have a lot on my plate the last, you know, month or so. And I don't have the same energy that I, to give to anyone in my life, my husband, my children, the podcast because I have I'm trying to do a lot so I don't I find myself because I am so empathic it being even harder to maintain my own energy and my own kind of peace I get that migraine muscle soreness back hurting it's all like an internal thing for me and I've realized truly that oh there's not always going to be I'm, I'm going to get busier and I'm going to have more on my plate and I'm going to have more going on because this is what I love to do but it's finding like a balance and not being able to find that balance is something that I think I've been experiencing just from a standpoint of like lack of sleep, exhaustion, um, overwhelmed, excited, like a whole bunch of different things. I don't share a lot of these things with you guys because I don't even trust sometimes just sharing my own thoughts and feelings with, or what I'm thinking and feeling just because I feel like there's a lot. I always refer to people slamming the shit out of you or, you know, um, like, you know how some people get off on seeing other people like miserable or some people get off on seeing, um, you know, people, um, that lost their job or like sick. I call them. Okay. I do. I think it's f-ing sick, but I also have people and I know who they are now. Like I said, even by f-ing name that just are obsessed with me in my life. And so oftentimes I have found myself not sharing or being as vocal about kind of like what I'm going through right now, being so overwhelmed yet so excited. Like you saw me cry on my Instagram last week and just share kind of my intense feelings of just sheer excitement in that moment. And I did that and wanted to share that because it's so exhilarating and so fun. But behind the scenes, like last night I was up so late and the last four nights I've been up till two, three in the morning and then I'm up super early and and I'm tired, man, for real. And I found myself not sharing these things with you because of the haters out the few the few haters because there's not many. There's just few that are sickly obsessed. Um, not giving them that what they would call power in their mind. But um, I also found that that's not being truly authentic. So I'm sharing that with you guys. I'm really tired, like I started the podcast with. <laughs> but I uh, so the boundaries applies to my own life. Something I'm learning too. Being empathic, I've been my entire life. I can go, I can recall stories and tell you, and I will at some point when I was 10, 12, 16, 20, 25, how empathic I was. And I, I didn't know then what it was. 
And then what you do to balance that, take a bath, sage yourself. Um, my, my way to calm down is my glass of wine. Like I just enjoy my glass of wine. I relax. I try to, you know, but I, now I've been drinking my wine drawing and picking out fabrics. It's like, so anyways, I think we're all a work in progress. I think we all need to set really good, healthy boundaries. And I think we all need to do a little bit of self-care and remember that like tomorrow's another day because I want to get everything done today. And then nothing pisses me off more than recording the podcast last night. And then it never recording. That just added to the very, very long day. Okay, you guys, Father's Day. Let's talk about Father's Day. Let's talk about holidays in general. I'm big on them. I love them. I want to celebrate them, make it a whole fucking day. In fact, sometimes I like to make it a whole week. Father's Day is all about Croy and what a great father he is. And I want him to relax and I want him to chill and I want to cook dinner. And we're going to talk all about the fact that I didn't do anything on Father's Day. In fact, I ran by myself downstairs on the treadmill while Croy cooked steak for himself on the grill. <laughs> so I don't eat steak, right? You guys know this. Never have. Don't know how to cook a steak. I did a little research on how to do it. I asked Tracy, well, I asked Croy, what do you want? I asked him like Thursday, what do you want for dinner, right? So I didn't know if he was going to pick steak. I thought it was a pretty good possibility. So I had already researched ways to cook a really good steak. I had asked Bloom to get me like the best steak. And so... She's like, well, what does Croy want? It's like, well, I don't even know what they're called. Like, I don't know. I know there's like a porterhouse or something or a a filet. And I don't know. What does he normally want? She's like, well, I mean, it varies. I'm like, well, Croy, what do you want? So I have to ask him, like, what kind of steak do you want? So he gets on the phone with Bloom and he tells her whatever, T-bone or I don't know what the he said. Anyways, it was so big and I'm bothered by it. It was a porterhouse. It was huge. It was like massive and I don't understand. Well, I was trying to But it looks like a T, so then I called it a T-bone. He's like, no, sweetie, that's not a T-bone. Yeah. I was trying to appeal to the family where, you know, most of the kids, they like filet, definitely Brielle and Ariana. uh, And then the boys, they'll eat New York, they'll eat filet. um, And then having the bone with a porterhouse gives the steak when you're grilling it much more flavor. So it it was the best of kind of everybody's world was what I thought. So that morning we get up and um, the kids have already had their cards done that they made for them. And I just want to tell you guys that we have the most incredible children. Cash made a book for Croy out of paper and just stapled it on the edges, like folded like three together and made a book and wrote the sweetest, Dad, you're my hero. It was so unbelievable. Yeah. Um, uh, Kane had a... um, He's like, Mom, look at my card. And they all were hiding their cards, okay? They all hide their cards so nobody touches them. And Kane <laughs> brings me his card. He said, Mom, look at this. And it says on the front of the card, to the coolest dad ever. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and look, and there's my popsicle. And he drew a popsicle on the front of the f-ing card. <laughs> Kane is a genius, and I've talked about this before, but it was so cute. Yeah. It was so cute. KJ said mom I want, on friday i want to, or saturday i want you to see my car come on so we hit it in the living room in between books and it was very serious very serious and it says dad i wouldn't be where i am today without you and i looked at kj and i said kj i get your heart you're so deep and i love it i hope you never ever change that about you i said i hope your heart is always open he said okay mama well, let's just go ahead and get some chips right now i'm like and he got all f-ing weirded all out nervous. and it was so funny <laughs> i said kj maybe it's a may thing because he's born in may but he's a gemini i'm a taurus oh, yeah. but his cart was like really his yeah i think he i think mm-hmm. you don't think so yeah no. i definitely definitely no, I think, think that i think it's just who you are 
Some some people. I don't, I don't think it has just right. To do with I men. think it has to do with genetics. Uh, for sure. For sure. You think? Well, so what are you? So you're saying? What are you saying? You can be born a dick, and you can be born a, or you can <laughs> sin just farted. I can't breathe. I don't. I can't breathe. <clears throat> oh my god! Sin just farted. I don't necessarily think, <coughs> babe. That's okay, honey. It's terrible though. It's pretty bad. I, I think a lot of that though is learned. I, I do think a lot of that is learned because I think I was born with a good heart. I swear on my life. Well, I do. I think I was born with like a good heart and, and a and I think how you're raised has a lot to do with how you kind of turn out and your maybe we can go back to not setting boundaries or your heart being closed off or so setting up heart about, walls or yeah. you know. So I think it's all. There's a lot of things that are. Um, like genetics with addiction. You know, they've seen a lot of the genetics, claustrophobia, well, sure. addiction. Yeah, sure, so there's sure, a lot sure. of things that are genetic based. Yeah. And I think, but your upbringing has a lot to do with it. And if you. It's in your genes. Yeah. I guess, in I mean, your blood, how they say. Anyways, it was really great. So we, so I got up early and I had the girls run and get me some cards and Croy, I bought him this um, brick oven or whatever. It's the coolest thing ever. It's like Oni or something. Oh, Oni. Oh, oh, oh. And he doesn't even know how to pronounce it. So oh, I don't know why food. he's. Food. Ooh. Uni, O-O, and You really think that they thought food, O-O, and I. I'm just saying that's how you pronounce it. So if it's O-O, it's oo. So uni. I think it's called oni. Oni? Oni. Just O-N-I. No. Maybe. I don't know. Or like Oni. We have Mr. Teacher Croy, professor (laughs) over here. Like. Look, I'm the last one you should Anyways, so I bought him a brick oven and I. And I saw it on Goop or whatever website I was on. And I was like, oh, my God. So I sent this to Bloom. And she's like, I it's think he would love G-O-O-P? it. G-O-O-P? Yeah. Hmm. Ooh. Uni. <laughs> I have a short fuse right now with Croy. So a short fuse with everyone. <laughs> so. Okay, keep going. That's Sorry. like he it's knows. He's not respecting my um, <laughs> boundary of the fact that I'm irritated and exhausted so anyways it's an amazing brick oven so he already you know had that so i was going to get him some candies that he likes sour patch kids kit kats whatever and so i sent them to the store and i said well cash is like what are we going to do and i said well i got him the brick oven but i'm just going to get him some candies and stuff and he goes well milky way right and i was like oh i didn't even think about milky way and he's like well then i'm giving it to him way to go i said fine so the girls bring home cards they go to bed i get up in the morning i write on my i'm writing on my cards or whatever and the boy the kids are signing these cards and croy walks out and usually he stays in the bed i bring him his coffee like this is normal in the morning on a normal day never mind father's day but he just got out of the bed so he f***ed everything up and they were rushing around <laughs> to sign their cards and then the girls come down they're like where's the cards we have to sign our cards i'm like what cards and they're like the ones we got last night at target i'm like oh i gave them to the kids <laughs> she's like brian is like are you kidding me the girls were beside themselves they were so pissed off at me and i was like oh i didn't know like you would have like they left their body wash in the bag and stuff like that so i should have known the cards were for them but anyways so we went out to the pool that was kind of our how we wanted to spend it right it was Mm -hmm. nice out for a little bit so we went outside and croy starts cleaning the green egg and taking everything apart and and then that was later though this was yeah this was like That was like in the afternoon, later in the evening. Yeah, we no, it was like early before three. No, yeah, for we, sure. We had to start well because it started to rain, so we had to bring in all the cushions because it was going to start raining. So we had to bring in all yeah. the cushions on everything because I didn't like want four, them to get all wet. Four thirty. So Corey started cleaning, and then Brielle and Ariana went and got corn on the cob, and um, what else did we do? Well, Corey wanted pasta or no rice sides, sides or some. Yeah. Sh- 
They're so good. So we did the broccoli and cheese rice and biscuits and Corey made the steaks and I just had a piece of chicken. Um, and it was really great, but like, I didn't do anything. I kept saying like, I feel like I should make your steak, but I don't really know how, and I don't actually want to touch it even though I thought I could, <laughs> but I can't. And, um, so Croy cooked his own dinner. I mean, I made the, like I said, I made the rice and the corn and that kind of thing. But while Croy was doing that, like I have so much like built up anxiety and like, I'm so busy and overwhelmed that if I don't run, I start to feel a little bit crazy, even though running is annoying too because i could be doing so many other things i'm trying to at least do 20 minutes or 30 minutes of that a day so i said i'm gonna go do that so i busted out you know two miles in 18 minutes or whatever it was and i came back upstairs and finished the dinner and we had dinner and we had wine and i wanted to sit outside but the cushions were already brought in and so we didn't really do much i mean but we did Cause that's, I'm not saying like my, we have to go right. somewhere, but I like to celebrate. I like to cook the dinner. I like to, you know, um, like I wanted to, I, the boys got towels for Croy to lay on the lounge chair next to me and he wanted to sit on the table instead, which he usually does. But so just different things. Like I want it to be a whole day of just where you just chill. We do everything for you. You don't have to worry about anything and do anything. And Croy's up cooking, cleaning and yeah, I just... <laughs> Happy Father's Day. That's good, though. Croy's, KJ's like, Dad, what are you doing? Like, sit down. Which I did. I played catch with them. I threw them the ball into the pool. Um, yeah, we just hung out. I swam. Anyways, it was the lamest Father's Day we've had. I don't think so. But I think great, it was fantastic. Well, great from a standpoint of, like, obviously, we're all healthy yeah. happy and had well, a yeah, great we all got to hang out and, and spend time with each other and, and, and it was torrential downpour which was kind of nice and cute at the end but yeah, yeah. it was great no it nobody was had great. To, I, just, I mean nobody really like cooking's wanted not work Brielle wanted to go to the fun. beach Brielle thought we should go to Vegas <laughs> Brielle called Morton Steakhouse and I asked Corey like do you want to go out to dinner he's like no I don't like it's a lot to get it is it's, you gotta get the kids dressed and showered yeah. and then they're tired and, we yep, pull and they're, them laying, the car. they're yeah. laying down on your lap at the yeah. restaurant and yeah. so yeah I mean it, it's it just it's fine. a nice chill relaxing day it, you know we work all day every day with with everything when kids when we go to dinner with them when we take them to their sporting events when we do everything it's it's so to just relax is the best day ever it was fantastic. I mean, you I'm, did glad, great. I'm glad that you enjoyed your day because that was, it was great. But I, Croy doesn't think like Father's Day is a big deal. Well, he's like, well, like who cares? I don't think it's a big, I, I think it's a big deal. I think it definitely should be celebrated and recognized and, and, but I, I guess my point or where we may differ is that what, what constitutes celebrating or what. You know, it doesn't always have to. In my eyes, it doesn't always have to be over the top. We don't have to go on a lavish trip, or or yeah, we do. See? No, I'm just kidding. What, I'm, that, I don't need a lavish trip. I'm, being, have all these, I'm joking. Right? Or have lavish gifts, or it's, as long as you're just yeah, enjoy. you do. <laughs> it's our way of showing you how great you are. Not everybody is a great dad, a great father. Anybody can father a yeah. child, but it takes a very special person to be a dad, I think. Oh. And so, yeah, and the well, girls, I, so the girls, Brielle got them an air fryer, and it came to the door unwrapped, basically, and and just with the label on the box of the air fryer. And Croy's like, I don't know, we got to return the air fryer. I didn't order an, an air fryer. And Brielle's like, that's your gift for Father's Day. Like, damn it. So everything was just kind of like f***ed up, you know, kind of like. <laughs> well, you know, I guess, I guess maybe what I'm saying, that's funny, is that. I don't really have expectations. Whatever you guys do is great. If it's lavish, great. If it's That's not, like annoying. Great. 
That's I, I don't. No, I have expectations. Like I, I don't. I, I want don't, good wine. Because I know no, I don't I, have expectations. Yeah. I get what you're saying. And it's I totally... guess you know, like if 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 are you know Ariana or Brielle or whoever is just stressed or they're they're not thinking about the day or whatever. It's it, it's okay. Like I'm not gonna. It's just whatever. Whatever you do is great. And what we did was great. Is what I'm saying. I'm glad that you had a great yeah. day. Yeah. So now your his birthday's coming in. I want to go to Vegas. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. Um, next week, you guys will be talking more about you know just um, being empathic and ten wrap ways. up empathy, empathy, and also I'm going to share very clear, clean cut ten ways to build and preserve preserve better boundaries. And what's pretty fascinating to me is that you cannot set good boundaries if you are unsure of where you stand. So we'll be getting into that next week um, because this is a very valid point. And I think this is where people get confused with boundaries too. Now, Croy, share with us, please, yep, what the go. F- is going on in this crazy-ass world. This is your golden nugget, everybody. It's the golden nugget. You win. Uh, deep fake. Have you ever heard of the term? If not... Here we go. A new report uh, warns Americans in the world about dangerous, quote, deepfake, unquote, scams in 2020. Uh, Deepfake technology uses AI to digitally insert a person's face onto someone else. That's crazy. Making it appear they are saying things they did not. Deepfake was used in the movie Forrest Gump to show Tom Hanks interact with JFK. A faked simulation of President Obama has surfaced. Uh, showing him making inflammatory remarks with COVID-19 official uh, financial stimulus activity and the presidential election. There have been an unprecedented rise in scams, fraud and misinformation in 2020. So, like I said, if you if it's crazy, uh, you might want to maybe not believe it until you check it. And there's, I'm going to give you some ways that you can check things. Despite efforts from the government and big tech to combat this sophisticated threat, a new report this month from Facebook shows deepfake scams can be detected as fake just 65% of the time. So you can be uh, easily fooled. Only 65% of the time That's can the experts detect it, much less Holy just the average American. So. Socialcatfish.com today released a new report, nine deepfake scams on how to avoid them in 2020. Uh, here are nine ways they've been used <clears throat> most popularly in 2020. Uh, revenge. People could be uh, framed for something they didn't do. Your That's likeness scary could be in this placed. Day and age, yep, man. Your likeness could be placed in videos to embarrass you, cost you your job, uh, try to land you in jail. Crazy things. Uh, pornography. A teenage girl or politician can be digitally inserted into a porn video. This is known as morph porn and parasite porn. Similarly, revenge porn is a growing trend to get back at former lovers. One victim, uh, Noelle Martin, has spoken out extensively about the negative ramifications this technology had in her life. Uh, so, yeah, don't believe what you see. Medical inf- misinformation videos showing health experts discussing coronavirus could be doctored for political or economic reasons. Uh, political fake news, deep fake, can spread fake news and impact the 2020 election. Terrorist propaganda, terrorist uh, recruitment videos could show Americans saying harmful or threatening things about terrorist leaders or other governments. Warfare, deep fake, uh, could show a, si- a sitting president declaring war. The threatened country might respond with severe military force or nuclear power without recognizing the threat was fake. Jeez. <clears throat> uh, 
government overthrow, especially in heavy terrorist locations or third world countries. Deep fake content could be created to influence the masses into starting a coup. Uh, court proceedings, one party might use videos to falsely allegedly abuse, get uh, custody, <coughs> falsely allege abuse, get custody of a child, or get an employee fired. Um, and fake crimes, people could create videos showing you committing a crime. That, that is fucking insane not and do. scary. Right. Uh, and two, I, we watch all these crime documentaries. This is a little bit of a side note, but one of the craziest things is like people take video footage for it, like being the the one all know all proof of things. What a lot of people fail to realize is that video footage is just a bunch of pictures stuck together, and so you can easily remove one picture and insert another picture and change right. the video. Don't don't forget that video video is just a, a fast look at hundreds of pictures. Um, okay, five simple precautions you can take to protect yourself and stop the spread of fake news and deep fake. Okay, make your accounts private. Make sure your accounts are private so only people you approve of can view your images and videos on social media if you have mm-hmm. that ability. Uh, Conduct regular searches. Be proactive and monitor your online reputation by searching for your name regularly. You will need to use reverse searches for photographs and videos regularly. The best way to do this is by using an algorithm-based search like socialcatfish.com. Literally take a uh, snapshot of the picture, put it in their search, and it'll search for that picture uh, on the Internet, and it'll show you where it first originated from. Um Look after your children. Given the risk that your innocent children's photographs could be used in shocking video, make sure that you perform safety searches for your minor children and other family members, even if they don't use the Internet. If you share photographs of them online, they are all still at risk. Uh, Limit what you share. Inherently, social media is about sharing your life, family activities, photos, and videos. Some people search as such as models and influencers rely on social media for their livelihood. This is just a reminder to consider before more consider being more cautious on what you are sharing going forward and what you're actually seeing. You know, don't, again, the whole point of this is if you're seeing something crazy, it may not be true. How to report violations. If you see anything online, this is one of the biggest ones, which attempts to fame frame or blackmail you or use your likeness in vengeful or humiliating ways, or you see somebody else and you find something immediately contact the authorities and the internet crime division of the FBI. Did you know there was an internet crime division of the FBI? No, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you can easily find that on Google. Uh, scam artists will always seek to exploit emerging technology. There is a growing concern over the ways deep fake can be used in 2020. However, by educating yourself and taking simple precautions, you can mitigate risk and avoid becoming a victim. So yeah, this uh, was given to us by uh, Heather Crandall, uh, and she provided this report to us via email. So, and again, that was that report comes from Catfish, socialcatfish.com, but crazy. I, didn't, I never... It's really nuts I, I, and I mean, scary. I knew people could age. Photoshop things. I know you could take a photo and... Well, people and, do crazy shit. Right, right. They do literally crazy <clears throat> shit. And I, I've heard of those uh, people like digitally creating people that look like they're they're real, but they're, they're totally digitally created photos of people and they have their own social media accounts and mm-hmm. like just they're digitally, they're 3d pick. They they seriously look like a human being and it's totally all just a computer generated so person. It's mind blowing. So as technology grows, so does the risks. And now, you know, keep your private. Yeah. For real. 
Okay, you guys, next week we're going to have Brielle and Ariana on talking about passwords and phones. Uh, also, would you stay with somebody? You're in your 30s, been with them a couple years, you want kids and a family, and he's just not sure now if he wants that. Would you stay or would you go? Also, we're going to talk about my mom and what happened because you know what and why I don't have a relationship with her or my father. I didn't even think about why or you guys wouldn't know. I figured everybody watched Don't Be Tardy and knew. Yeah. But that's not the case. So we've gotten a lot of questions and it's going to be open and raw. It is what it is. Um, So it'll be good to have Brielle and Ariana here because they were extremely affected as well. Um, So we'll talk all that next week on House of Kim. Thanks, you guys, so much for tuning in. We'll chat next week. Enjoy your week. Thanks for listening to House of Kim with Kim Zolciak-Bierman. Catch new episodes every Wednesday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. Welcome to the Related Podcast. My name is Carly Bible. And my name is Amanda Bible. And we are two sisters that are obsessed with inner and outer beauty and everything in between. We hope to inspire you and bring you behind the scenes to discuss all things related to our lives. And nothing is off limits. (laughs) You can download new episodes every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podcast One. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.